Good afternoon. Hi. Uh, welcome to episode 18. 18. Can you believe it? No. 18. Uh, 18. So welcome to live from Rabs, from inside Rabs, uh, country lanes here in Staten Island, New York, where it's a beautiful 60 degrees today. It's a very nice day. Another nice day. Get out and walk after the show, obviously. But get outside, walk around the block, get some fresh air, ground yourself. Sit outside in your yard, take your shoes off and feel the earth. Yeah, <laughs> not you. Put them out. Uh, and stay away from people with you. If you're yes, that's why I said sit in your yeah. yard or your front yard, away from everybody. Uh, hi, Bobby. Uh, so we, we, now the, the running joke is that uh, we're ne we never start on time. Uh, so now we are determined to, to beat the time that's posted. So Dennis, uh, the over-under of 207, uh, the under wins. Thanks, Ken, for, for, uh, for noticing. Uh, Kevin Rourke usually points that out, and we beat Kevin yesterday, so maybe he didn't I come back today. Him, yeah. No, he didn't come back today because we beat him. He, he felt... Uh, he is a bit of a sore loser, he is. Kevin. Yeah. He, uh, he might be in there. I don't know, but we'll, I'm sure we'll know uh, when he decides to, to join us. So, Naz, so last week we talked about uh, cooking chicken. And you, you know you opted out. You wound up having tacos on yes. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday from our friends at Sophia's, which was great. And you love them. We, we yeah, talked about that, that was last great. week. Uh, however, I saw that I should have put. I should have pulled it. This awesome picture of your chicken. You made the chicken. You're not going to share my picture. I my should. Chicken. I should. I, I'm going to have to. I'm going to pull. I'm gonna, yes, I got a uh, <laughs> Pampered Chef air fryer combination rotisserie, and uh, it. it came out. I mean, it took me a little while to figure out how to do everything, but it came out perfectly. Perfect. How, how perfect is perfect? Yes. It was perfect. Not only did it look good, it, well, if I would have, I would have dressed up the plate if I would have known you were going to share it. Uh, you know what? If, if I can, I am going to share it. Uh, <laughs> it's going to take me a moment though to, to pull it up. So uh, when I pull it up, I'm going to share this piece of heaven uh, I, I should have been. I really, actually, should have been prepared, uh, because you you were so excited. I was very excited about the chicken, and you know I have to laugh because um, we too had our the rest of our chicken last night. We, you know, you, you you get that big old thing of thighs from Costco, and uh, you know we've gotten our meat elsewhere, and we had this this uh, all this chicken, so we cooked the rest of it last night, uh, and it was good. I mean, it wasn't a mess. This, Yours is exceptional, and and I would have dressed it up and made it look pretty if I know you were going to share it. Uh, yes, come on, this this was pretty. I couldn't believe how, how nicely it came out. There was your chicken. There it is. And how did how did, what did, you made this in, in what? In a pampered chef rotisserie air fryer. That's fancy. It was fancy. I stuffed it with some garlic. I rubbed it the outside. And uh, it was great. It was, it was great. It very simple. Very simple. Thank you. Frankie rarely compliments me on my cooking. He knows. <laughs> you don't cook. During the season, I don't do a lot of cooking. <laughs> I don't have the time. I do enjoy it. But. Uh, well, the buttons on your oven don't work. So that's no. The three, the four, and the zero don't work on my oven. The stovetop works. So, anyway. So I want to thank you, Donna uh, Labrano, for uh, turning me on to the Pampered Chef. Uh, 
uh, of it. I loved it. She was also excited that you shared that. So she was excited. Uh, Not as excited as I was. No, but I, I don't know what's for dinner tonight. Uh, so I'm, you know, when I get home, it's like a mystery dinner. This is the first time I, I, either I'm not cooked. Last night we barbecued. I'm coming home. Anthony decided to cook dinner and oh, for well, us and treat yes. us at home. And I don't know what's going to happen. That could be so anything. We'll have to find out. Maybe he's inspired by the barefoot Contessa or uh, Giada today. Uh, as he, I comes. love the barefoot Contessa. He likes to come way. over and surprise us. She's my favorite. Meals as we're quarantined. Uh, hey, uh, so it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, you could be <laughs> sure of it. I should put that on our notes so that the day of the week. It would help. I guess so. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter what day of the week. It doesn't is. matter. It doesn't matter. So today's Tuesday. Um, we've got a. We've got a great show. We've got a, a couple of guests that are gonna. Two fantastic ladies that are gonna talk to us today. Uh, first, we're gonna we're gonna bring in our friend Jacqueline Tacarante, JMT Media. Uh, Jacqueline, how are you today? Hi, Jacqueline. Oh, I have to unmute you. That would work first. <laughs> hey, y'all. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's about 2.08, and I'm here in Casa Tacarante. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no. Thank you for, for, for popping in and joining us. It was nice yeah. to hear your voice and see you on Facebook. We uh, we connected the other day on the SIEDC. Uh, yeah live chat and I've been catching up with you and watching what you're doing. Uh, so you're in your studio. It doesn't, have you actually left your studio? So I'm, I'm a little strange y'all. I haven't left my house since March 10th. Like when I say I'm talking like I haven't even gone to my backyard. I barely even go to my front yard to get any mail packages just because I have a new infant. She, at the time when all this was happening, she was about five weeks. Now she's eight weeks. And I'm breastfeeding, so I'm just a little yeah. OCD, so I'm just a little afraid. So I'm just hunkering down, you know, following the, the guidelines from the mayor and the governor's office and, you know, just doing what I do best is talking. So um, we're just trying to keep everybody at bay. So, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> how is the baby and, and, and uh, how is uh, Mr. Roman uh, getting along here? Oh, okay. So let's start. We got to start off with the oldest first, because if I don't talk about him first, then his feelings get hurt. So Roman's about to hit five this summer. Um, we just ordered a like a Lego dragon set. So he's working on that diligently today and he's only going to be five. So working on projects for like 10 years old. So I'm expecting him to be a mechanical engineer, to make that money, honey, and no to build pressure. me something. That's right. I'm planting those seeds of success. Um, and Julie Violet, so she's officially now eight weeks. She's doing really, really well, you know, because I've been home. I've been able to breastfeed in between conference calls and doing live sessions. And she's just a really good baby. I'm, I'm very, I'm very blessed, even though these are crazy times. Um, you know, we try to keep everybody happy in the households. And so, so far, so good. So I got a few more honeydew projects to to keep us busy for at least for the next month and i'm sure your husband's cooking up a storm while we're home oh so my husband um local three union guy he took off for um paid maternity leave because we had our daughter and so he's still the tail end of it uh, but my husband also owns bearded barbecue nyc so every oh. night we have like a five course meal um, last night we had um, like a fried fish 
with some buttermilk biscuits, um, these chocolate chip cookies that aren't your traditional cookies. They're like flat, but they have salt on that. I mean, you'll see it on his Instagram page. Um, so he's been keeping me full. I'm eating all day, every day with him. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, I'm not. And I tell everybody this, they're like, Oh, Jacqueline, how do you do it all? I'm like, I don't, my husband cooks, I like to clean and I'm a workaholic. So it works out very well. Oh, this has to be tough being in because you are, you want to be, I know you want to yeah. be out hugging people and doing it. You know, my, my husband made fun of me about a week ago. He said, you know, for you, I thought you were going to be more stir crazy. He's like, but you just managed to transition your going out networking to your community corner video chats. He's like, so you like seamlessly switch. And I'm like, yeah, because in the digital world, you know, part of what I do on the digital side is you have to be very fluid and you have to be able to move and transition into things. So um, the hardest part is actually the remote learning for my son. He goes to the Children's Harbor Montessori School. And so, you know, there's challenges in tr that transition. Um, but Department of Education has like a million and one links. So we've been going there and catching up with other parents in the neighborhood and they've been giving us links. So there's tons and tons to learn. And the interesting part is being home. I've been able to see kind of where my son's strengths are and his weaknesses yeah. instead of waiting to see at a parent teacher conference. I can actually see it within the first week. I was like, oh, this is what we need to actually work on. So yeah. Yeah. And, and we were trying, you know, we try to look at the silver linings about everything. We try. We try. <laughs> So you can't. So now you. We, we keep laughing about the learning from home. Uh, now you, the parent teacher conference is a, the next one. At some point, is a total different experience. Yeah. I mean, all I gotta <laughs> say is I don't know if my son's teacher wants to hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're they're all doing. You know, everybody's doing the best that they can, and every. You know, we we take it in stride because we know that each of the teachers they also have their home, their children. Um, their cooking schedules, their cleaning schedules. So we try to be mindful of that. That's for, that's for sure. Um, but I will say this: if I didn't own JMT Media, I would probably open up a school. Just saying, <laughs> schools in session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now she's a teacher. I, yeah, I don't know if that's if you're the teacher, the dean. I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. Uh, <laughs> your daughter Lisa has a, has an observation, and even before you had the baby, you looked fantastic. And so Lisa's, yeah. Lisa's reminding you that uh, you look gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lisa. So here's here's my tip and trick. I tell every single person, always have lipstick. You don't even have to have eyeliner. You don't have to have blush. It's a Texas thing. My mother told me, never leave your home without lipstick. And so let me show you a little trick here. On my table, AKA my studio, with my son's crayons and markers, I always have a little lipstick in the tin. So that's 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 my uh, Kim Kardashian trick to fabulosity. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> okay, so share with us that lipstick. What is that lipstick? Oh well, let me. I've always wanted to do this. So this Here is for a friend. This is for a brand, y'all. Nothing crazy. <laughs> If there, was a, if there was a small business on Staten Island doing makeup, I would be buying their makeup, but I don't know any small businesses doing makeup. So right now it's Sephora. 
So it, it really seems like uh, social media is having their moment right now um, between people and businesses using it to uh, share information and families using it to yeah. kind of come together and friends using it to kind of stay in touch with each other. Um, and that's, I, I mean, in a way, that's going to be a good thing for you to actually see it being used to its potential. Oh, yes. You know, we've so I've had my company now for five years and we our primary services are public relations and our secondary, interesting enough, is social media. So um, during this transition of everybody, you know, the essential workers being out there and non-essential being inside, we've had a lot of clients. I mean, people have called me and said, are, are, how are you doing? I'm like, we were actually busy in slams because all of our clients are now truly transitioning their social media platforms before it was, oh, let me just post an image or two of a promotion I have, or, you know, a two for one dinner or something to that effect. And now everybody's kicked it up gear, especially on Facebook, because most Staten Islanders, we've looked at the demographics, they're all on Facebook. Um, you know, the younger demographic is certainly on Instagram and Snapchat, but for the majority of the Staten Island community, they're on Facebook. So immediately we had tons of clients even non-clients direct messaging us and so that's why we decided a couple was it last friday we decided to host a free video webinar to teach people how do you use these services for free um because not everybody has a budget to hire a firm or an agency so i was like let me just put it out there for free so if you go to our website we have a little tab that says free resources and it's everything from templates for when you're doing Zoom meetings and the images. Like right now, I have this beautiful tree behind me that was commissioned by um, my husband to Lena Matoya. She's a muralist. But we have some beautiful images for Zoom that are places like Snug Harbor Cultural Center, the Conference House, um, the Verrazano Bridge. So when you are doing your Zoom conferences, it looks really, really nice and professional. Um, that was my husband that just passed by. Um, and then we also, you know, we, we've gotten, and I'm sure as you have, Frank, and folks that are watching, we get daily emails from whether it's the Chamber of Commerce or SAEDC of the resources. And so when you click on one of those SBA loans, it takes you to, it's like a, you're going down a rabbit hole of like a 60 page PDF, et cetera. So our team for the last nine days have combed through all of the loan applications, all of the, or loan paperwork, the grants. And so we're about to post it up later today. We condensed it. I don't know how, but we were able to condense it down to a two page PDF of what the loan is, how do you get it, what documents you need, when do you need it by, and what link do you need to click? We really had to condense it because a lot of small businesses, they don't have the time or even now the resources to spend to reviewing a 60 page PDF or going down a rabbit hole of hyperlinks after hyperlinks. So we really, you know, took the time and I figured, you know, I have the staff, let me get to this. And so that way everybody can have all of this information in a condensed format, you know, make it easy, work smarter, not harder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about that all week and how cumbersome the information's, information's been. Yeah. And thank you to, to folks like you, including the chamber of the SIEDC uh, if, you, if you take it and you look through it, you try to pick the pick what what what's pertains best for you, you. Or what pertains to you because that, that's that's yeah. larger problem. There's so much information. How do you decide 
what's for me as a large employer or somebody uh, with a with small number of employees or maybe not necessarily impacted as much as some others. So Exactly. I mean, there's just this is already an overwhelming process for people. You know, I'm, I'm talking to some small business owners. They've unfortunately had to lay off their entire staff. And so imagine going through that mental process of laying off your staff, um, trying to figure out, are they furloughed? Are they unemployed? And then you have links upon links that you have to click. There's just way too much information. So, you know, our goal is to always, especially right now, just to help people. Like I literally call every hyperlink that I get for free. Like, Hey, you have a question. Oh, I literally spend hours in between. It doesn't seem like it, but in between, um, doing the community corner or doing conference calls with clients. I'm on the phone trying to get information of like, oh, this is a free attorney that you can call. Great. Let me put this out there. So small businesses know that maybe you don't have an attorney, but the Legal Aid Society is there yeah. to answer your questions on what do, what do I do legally that's appropriate for my business, you know, because everybody has a different business m- model and a different structure. Yeah. The uh, Staten Island Business Outreach Center has really been helpful to me personally. So I know that they've been helpful to kind of wading through some of that paperwork. Yeah. You know, a lot of the CYBOC and the business improvement districts, I know New Dorp Lane Merchants Association. Um, Next week, we're going to have the Grand Central Business Improvement District on our show. Um, There's just, there's a lot of paperwork. And so a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of businesses hadn't even filed their 2019 tax returns. And so some of these documents, they're requiring that. But if you don't have it, you can still use your 2018 tax returns. So automatically, small businesses are thinking, oh, my gosh, I didn't do my 2019 taxes. I don't qualify. That's absolutely not true. You can still use your 2018 taxes and then qualify or put your application in. So, I mean, there's just a lot. I'm I'm just grateful that there's several business improvement districts. and there's, you know, the Chamber of Commerce and SIEDC. So that way you can ask questions and get clarity on some of these things. Because one thing might not pertain to another for a small business, you know? I know. It's great. And you, so you found your niche during this time. And so I, I found it. I found it. I found it. Keep Keeping busy, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I just dropped the link in here uh, for anybody that was interested in the in the resources right on uh, Jacqueline's website. So oh, perfect. Talk a little bit about so. Now you're uber busy, so you're creating, you're building these resources, and I'm assuming it starts with your clients, but at the same time, hey, how do I reach from my clients to reach new clients and, and reach out in the community? So talk about the, the live the live streams you're doing, your community corner and your webinars. Sure, sure. So we actually started this back in 2018. It was a little pilot that we we did. Um, it was with Vinny Madunio and Diane Catullo. Um, here on Staten Island, we put together, it was called The Beats, where we interviewed businesses, entertainment, artists, and theater groups around Staten Island. Um, this was everyone from Meg at the Tibetan Museum to um, Angela with Jade Asian Bistro um, to Eileen Fuchs from Snug Harbor. And so, and we even had Doreen from the St. George Theater. So we had a total of, I believe, 13 episodes. It was our first season. We had 150,000 views. It was great within a three month time frame. And then I got busy with like work and it was really a way to put out what's happening within the different small businesses, the culturals. And so we ended up putting that project on pause 
So for us to transition with the community corner when this unfortunate, unfortunate pandemic happened, um, it was actually pretty seamless for us because we already had a format and a process down. Um, so our first episode, I don't know if y'all have seen Netflix's pandemic, um, but there's a, it was one of the top 10 streaming Netflix shows, docu-series. It was a six-part docu-series. And there was a doctor by the name of Dr. Jacob Glanville. And I was just so inspired by his no-nonsense approach um, about the pandemic that he's trying to find a um, vaccine for the flu in general. And so that's what really prompted Community Corner. I reached out to him literally on Facebook. Hi, my name is Jacqueline. I'm from, te from Texas, but I live in Staten Island. Um, would you be interested in doing interviews? And he said, yeah. So immediately I contacted um, Partners in Sound and Massimo because I was like, I don't really know what specific live stream services there are, but I had used them in the past at an event at the Hilton. And so they were the ones that helped set me up on all of this and so we had our first segment it was i believe march 14th or march 12th and um we had dr glanville on and we had mike from techie geek on and then we had a financial advisor on a former financial advisor um because i wanted to ask basic questions you know we really hadn't heard anything um from the business organization groups on staten island just because there weren't any resources but i wanted to know to start getting prepared for the economic impact um, for small businesses. So we hosted our first show and it went really, really well. And now he, well, not now, but within the past 60 days, he received, I believe, $10 million from the Bill Gates Foundation. And so they, what was it, about a week ago, they just finalized um, the details for the vaccine. And so now they're in the testing phase out in California. And um, so it's been really incredible to see this progression of, I saw this man on TV. I reached out to him. We did a video live feed, and now he's trying to find a cure. Like that, just that process was in, in, incredible for me to go through. So it goes to show the power of social media um, if you're doing it the right way and you're trying to get as much information and, you know, your intention and your heart is in the right place. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's when we started it. We have a segment tomorrow with. Senator Diane Savino, I'm a huge fan of her. I'm a huge fan of any woman just in power. I just think it's important to have her reputation. Um, and then we have, of course, Eileen Fuchs this Friday. So we only try to do it every other day because it's a lot of, I mean, as you know, y'all know, it's a lot of work every day to to post a show. Um, so I try to do it every other day. So, but I'm just grateful to be on y'all's show because I think what y'all are doing daily is really important especially to the bowling community. Um, you know, I think I mentioned to, to Frank, my sister, Julie. So my daughter's name is Julianne. She's named after my sister. So my sister, there she is, Julie. Um, this is her, she's in the, or she was in the Special Olympics. This is her in her gymnastics. Um, but my sister, Julie, was also in the bowling, Special Olympics for bowling. And so that's really what turned me on to bowling as a young lady. Um, oh, there we are in some waterfront somewhere. I think the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> We're all over the place. Um, probably Corpus Christi in that photo. But, you know, my sister is a huge fan of bowling. And I always, every time I go to Rabs, I just feel, I don't know, a sense of peace. And it reminds me of home from Texas. So 
I'm looking forward to when Rabs opens up back to the public um, because there's just there's just something very calm about being at Rabs. It's very similar to like Snug Harbor. Just it's very calming and it reminds me of Texas. So, you know, so I love Rabs. There you go. Oh, <laughs> we appreciate that. And we, we said that we, this this is people's uh, home away from home. Yeah. Uh, and it's not really away from home. It's their home uh, when they're here and whether they're here on a weekly basis, yeah. a daily basis. Or, or visit us, and so, and that's what we try to provide here. That's the outlet from from everyday life, uh, and that, that's what's that, that's important to us. So we appreciate that. Uh, and I, she, she talks, you talk about your sister all the time. So uh, I, I love your I love hearing those stories. Oh, thank you. You know, she um, when she came to New York when my daughter was born, we were trying to go to Rab's Bowling, but. Uh, you know, what was I thinking? I was having a newborn. I was like, yeah, let's all go to Rebs. <laughs> My mom was like, uh, you need to relax. You just had a C-section. So unfortunately we didn't get to go to Rebs, but I'm looking forward to when they come back to New York for us to all go to Rebs because she was totally looking forward to it. Like she brought her tennis shoes, her specific outfits that she wears when she goes bowling. So she was really, really bummed that she didn't get to go bowling. But yeah, Special Olympics is a, a near and dear place in my heart. And I think that's why I always um, volunteer growing up every Saturday morning. We would get up at six o'clock in the morning because my mom would make sandwiches or whatever we had to pack. And we spent the entire day volunteering with the Special Olympics. So it's just kind of been a part of my daily life. And so that's why I, again, why I love Rabs because Rabs always gives back to the community in some form or fashion. Um, not a lot of businesses do, but luckily Staten Island has a huge heart. Every business that I know of wants to make sure that their neighbor and their, their neighbor's business is thriving and doing well. So, so yeah. We talk about that a lot. It, 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 it's the community within the community community that we have here. Uh, and we could talk about that for days, but no, we, and, and we're glad that you see it. We, we appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Nas had, had a question for you. Oh, yeah. So if um, if businesses maybe haven't gotten into the uh, social media, uh, public relations side of their business, what could they do now uh, to maybe kind of get in and uh, kind of jumpstart their business for when we do go forward to open? You know, that's a very, very good question. So the first thing that I would say is if you're on Staten Island, set up your Facebook page at a minimum. Even if you don't set up your Instagram, your Snapchat, set up your Facebook page and try to post content at a minimum of one time a day. This can be anything from you barbecuing to you talking about your services for less than a minute. Try to keep everything under 60 seconds. Um, and then try, if you have any staff that are still working, Give them also access because people don't just want to see your face. As much as I love to see me and my beautiful self, I love my staff. And like, I try to give them access to do their own Facebook lives, to post about their own achievements, what they're doing, just because there's different voices within my company. It's not just me. Um, so I would highly recommend that, you know, this past week, we've heard a lot of small business restaurants that are officially closing until um, the essential businesses, the band is lifted. So our team is putting together a Staten Island reboot package. Um, we're giving that away for free. We're not selling anything. We're not upselling anything. We're like, here's what you need to do is step-by-step step, 
30-day guide of this is what you need to do to get your business back on track. And so we'll be posting it, of course, to the same website that Rab's uh, posted on jmtmedia.nyc forward slash free resources. Because again, my business is not going to thrive unless we all thrive. So I need everybody to, to do an amazing job. And we're trying to rally. So we're trying to put our intellectual property out there to let people know this is what you need to do for the next 30 days to reboot your business. Um, and we started thinking about that immediately, like three, four weeks ago, because I was like, OK, we're going to go through this probably for a good two, three months. What are we going to do afterwards? How are we going to make sure that small businesses are thriving? And so to kind of circle back, you know, when it comes to social media, play around with it. Like I plan on spending this weekend learning TikTok. I tried it and it was, it was a little <laughs> overwhelming even for me. And I was like, OK, Jacqueline, you need more time to dedicate. It's not a quick let me just download this app. So I'm looking forward to learning myself how to use TikTok so I can do some cool videos. So the, the crazy thing, one, uh, follow us. Uh, Harry is our TikTok uh, uh, hero, I could, we will call him. Uh, Harry's been posting some videos. Harry took a little bit of a break. Uh, Harry doesn't want to leave, uh, <laughs> doesn't want to leave in the pandemic. So uh, yeah. he'll be back. We were filming last week. He, uh, the average user spends one hour on TikTok. So, oh, I believe it. So think about the, and I have to say, I, I at nighttime, it's one of those things you swipe, you laugh, and you think people are crazy and doing all sorts of things. Uh, it's the new Vine, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, the, the content is organic, uh, and the reach is organic. And so the one of the issues, how do we effectively reach that audience without throwing it down their throats, so like right? right? And so you have to have fun with it, which people are doing. It's a great medium. I think people are having a, a kid, kids, teenagers. My favorite ones are the grandmas and grandpas that are that, that are on it. Yeah, doing all the cuckoo dancing. <laughs> I just I tell business one of the things I tell a business: the average user spends an hour. No other platform has that. How do we use that to our advantage? Oh, well, honey, I can't answer that. I got to get on it. <laughs> so keep that in your head when you get on. I'm glad you. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, I. I actually, so aside from the professional side that everybody sees, most of my girlfriends know that I love karaoke and I love singing and I love dancing. I mean, but I'm not that great at it, but I still love to do it. So I'm looking forward to trying TikTok just to like dance, like just to check it out. I don't know. We'll see. I'm looking it's forward to it. It's something it's different. for you. And when she's when she talking about her friends, Jacqueline never comes alone. She always <laughs> a posse. She's a posse. It's never alone. The last it takes one to know one, honey. Come uh, nope. on now. You're right, 100. percent So the last time we were here bowling, she had Eileen's kids. Uh, <laughs> she had everybody, but never alone. And so your poor well, husband. It's, that, it's that old school saying. My grandfather used to say, "Tell me who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are." Who you are. Yeah. My, yeah. my friends are hardworking, but everybody has 500 children. <laughs> <laughs> So we take, if we can't take all the kids, sorry, we can't go. Sorry. That's really what it comes down to. I teed up Naz and that wasn't the question I was expecting okay. her to ask because it was the first question I thought she was going to ask you today. So uh, you showed a picture of your sister earlier. And so you guys are from Texas, right? Yeah. Born and raised. How, how did the, how did New York, Staten Island, New York happen? You know, I'm so glad you asked me. There's only been like three people that have ever asked me in the past seven years that I've been here. Um, 
I was actually working at Jackson Lincoln Center um, with a group called the Young People's Course of New York City, and I was their director of marketing and PR. And a friend of mine that worked at NYC and Company, which is the tourism arm for all five boroughs, she said, you know, Jacqueline, have you ever been to Staten Island? I was like, I don't even know what that is. Now, keep in mind, I had lived in Manhattan for five years. But <laughs> on the subway map, they have Manhattan like this tiny or Staten Island, this tiny little space. And so she was like, there's this place called Snug Harbor. They're looking for a director of marketing. They have a new CEO. You should check it out. And I was like, okay. So I took the Staten Island Ferry and I remember I took the bus from the ferry to Snug Harbor and I just, I fell in love with it. The waterfront, the North Shore. Um, and immediately, you know, I had my interview, nailed it. And I ended up working there for about two and a half, three years. I was their director of marketing and then I was their director of external affairs, um, set up their film shoots, photo shoots got tons of press, was there when we did the rebranding, and immediately I asked myself, there's no other PR marketing firms that are managing and taking care of small businesses and nonprofits. So I was like, I'm gonna open up my own company. And that's really what started all this. I was four months pregnant actually with my son, Roman. And I remember going and pitching my services with the big belly and my portfolio and, you know, <laughs> Staten Island business owners, they were like, who is this woman? And I was like, oh, it's okay. I'm, you know, I'm pregnant. No big deal. Um, and, um, you know, after I had my son, I went back to work in two weeks. And so with Julie Violet, I was thinking, oh, I have my own company now. Let me get back to work like in a month or two. No, I was back to work within like three days. It's just, it's a part of who I am. Um, but I fell in love with Staten Island. Staten Island reminds me of Texas the community, the family. Um, I, it took me a while to figure out that this is the borough of parks. And in Texas, there's tons and tons of hill country scenery. As you can tell, I love anything green. Um, so I just, I fell in love with Staten Island and I decided I'm gonna stay here. And then I was one not evening with my best friend. I was, he was asking me like, Jacqueline, why don't you date anybody? And I said, because people are crazy. You can't just randomly date people in the press and marketing world. They're, everybody has an ego, just a little bit. <laughs> so um, so he said, why don't you try like an online app? And I tried an online app and I put all, I called it Build-A-Bear. It was like all the things I love. <laughs> I wanted somebody with blue eyes, but light skin, but dark hair, um, lots of degrees with tattoos, but loves comic books because I like <laughs> to read. Um, and then my husband, well, at the time, this man, Joseph, pops up. And I was like, ooh, he's cute. Click. I like. And then that's how I met my husband. That's I awesome. met my husband. So, And he's been the best human support system. I think he's my best friend. I think everybody should have a Joe Bear in their life. That's, what, that's my nickname to my husband, Joe Bear, because he's hairy. <laughs> so... Totally putting this out there in the public world. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Listen, we're all about, it, this is all about being personal and yep. being open and honest. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, oh. no. And he's, you know, local three union guy, um, but he also owns his own barbecue business on the side. And he's just a huge, you know, my husband's that type of guy that I remember we had to go to a Verizon store to like change out phones or something. We were walking out. 
And my husband says, Jacqueline, can you take Roman to the car? And I'm like, where are you going? Like, aren't you coming to the car with us? My husband turned back around, gave his like bag of breakfast snacks, coffee, and he gave it to like this man. He's like, here you go, sir. Like, and he's just, he does things on the quiet. He never wants any praise. Um, and I just, he's just a good human, just a really, really good human. I'm blessed. I'm very blessed to have someone like him in my life. And now I got babies, so he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he cooks you barbecue. And he cooks. And he cooks me barbecue and makes me chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh, the way to, the way to Jacqueline's heart, chocolate chip cookies. Is that is that true? Chocolate chip cookies and whiskey. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, oh uh, you're a busy gal. Uh, we really appreciate you chatting with us today. Oh, y'all are the best. Y'all are the best. I can't wait to come back to Rebs, y'all. We can't wait to have you back. So uh, go back to work. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, we've got another fantastic lady we're going to talk to this afternoon, this afternoon, and uh, we'll have to hook you two up as well. Yeah. Perfect. Thank y'all so much. All right. Y'all take care. Thank you. Be talk well. To you soon. Be well. She's breath of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I dropped the link uh, to Jacqueline's website. I, the resources are awesome. Yeah. Uh, so check those out and they're applicable to anybody. Uh, you can use them. And, and she's on Facebook, JMT Media, every day, uh, every other day it seems to be doing a show that yeah. she was saying. Yeah. So check her out. She's got some great guests uh, lined up too. So uh, we're going from Staten Island, from being home to Staten Islanders. Uh, you know, we've got... <laughs> We like to go places. Yes, we do. And, yes, we do. And, and there is one place in particular that Staten Islanders love to go. Oh, is that true? It is true. It's Atlantic City. <laughs> and straight from Atlantic City, we have uh, Whitney Ullman. Hello, Whitney. Hi, Whitney. How are you guys? I'm good. good. So while we were sitting here, so what people don't know it, they can't see, uh, on the bottom we have our feed with our images and our video. And uh, as we're sitting here, Whitney's, you know, she's busy texting and doing her thing. And she's doing something. She had fessed up. She was filming a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it when she said TikTok. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was just doing. That's so <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. It keeps me occupied. It lets my creativity flow while I'm home. <laughs> so, uh, hey, we, we appreciate you popping in. Uh, you know, we're sitting here. We're going to be wanting to, to get out. And we want people to stay home. Of yeah. course local businesses here uh but we know people are going to want to travel and do the staycation thing and so what better places and uh we really appreciate having you come on with us today yeah thank you so much well it's funny because obviously people aren't really traveling but because you said that that's a big point of contention right now because a lot of people have homes at the jersey shore they have their second houses and people are a little bit upset because, you know, we should be staying home and not traveling. And a lot of people are coming to their shore houses and staying there. And, you know, locals are a little bit, you know, upset about it because it's like, okay, you know, you don't live here all year round. You do pay taxes, but, you know, you're also now shopping in our small supermarkets and, you know, you're bragging about living at the shore. And it's like, no, we're trying to be safe and stay home and not really, you know, come to your shore house. But, you know, I have no personal opinion on that. I feel like if you pay taxes, you should be able to go to whatever house you want to go to. All right. I agree. I agree. Um, so uh, do, do you feel like that backlash is maybe because they feel like they're bringing uh, 
the virus to the core. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure, especially, you know, in New York where there's a ton of cases and people are traveling to Florida or they want to come to their shore houses at the Jersey shore and not necessarily just Atlantic city. It could be anywhere along the shore, but you know, you don't want that. You don't want to be bringing, you know, you might not know you have it and you're thinking you're okay. And now you're traveling somewhere else. And I'm very proud of Atlantic County because we have a very low amount of people right as, as of right now, in terms of the statistics, I can't talk the statistics that just came out, the governor just posted it and we are very low on those statistics, which is pretty cool. Atlantic and Cape May counties. So I think people here are really doing their part to try to maintain, you know, being safe and, and following all the rules and the guidelines and trying not to go. And we have this really cool Facebook page, the Atlantic County uh, pickup and delivery options. And that's pretty cool too, because it's put on by the Chamber of Commerce and every restaurant that's doing delivery and pickup are you know participating in this and then people are posting pictures and comments and talking about the different restaurants that they just ordered from and it's kind of nice because the whole community is coming together and still supporting local businesses without having to actually go and be there in person got it are the, are the casino restaurants doing the same thing or are these just just the local just a smaller operate a smaller mom and pop restaurant yeah unfortunately the casinos aren't allowed to operate none of the you know food or entertainment or anything so, so, but, that's really, no, I'm sorry, that's, but the point there is I think that's great because it gives more exposure uh, for the mom and pops during this time who might get overshadowed by the casino uh, restaurants yeah. at, at some times. Yeah, of course. I mean, for us locals that live here, we I think we do support the local restaurants pretty often because not because technically like because we're near the casinos we don't go there that often <laughs> i mean i'm there all the time because i have to be but mostly the casinos are you know people that come from out of town and want to enjoy the gambling and and all the experiences that they have there so for us it's um it's it's good though that we're maintaining it and not just being nervous and staying home and cooking but we're also saying hey you know we want to get pizza from our local place or any type of food really that's available but the casinos did do their part and that's really commendable too because of course the casinos feed thousands of people every day so they were eight once everything shut down they were able to donate their food i mean thousands of pounds and hundreds of pallets of food were donated to the uh the community food bank of new jersey the southern new jersey branch the boys and girls club the rescue mission even the foods that were bruised that maybe weren't good for human consumption i know that harris resort uh chef uh, Diana from Arturano, she donated to the Funny Farm Animal Rescue. So that's pretty cool too. Yeah. And, you know, people were, and, and Caesars just donated their lotions, like the hand lotions to medical professionals, which is nice too. And, you know, Hard Rock really participated in donating food and, and all the same initiatives at all the other casinos. Like every casino participated, Tropicana, Golden Nugget, Resorts, everybody. So Resort. Yeah, that's 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 really good that they stay involved in the community that way. Um, yeah. The the uh, layoff or furlough of so many employees uh, must have some effect on that local economy. I would oh. think. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's very concentrated in our area uh, with casino workers and. And it's from everywhere from, you know, lower on the totem pole to high up. Like there's everyone is laid off. People are not working. And it's very sad because, you know, we're living in a time where, you know, we're always living in the time where you got to pay your bills. And unfortunately, you know, people aren't able to do that. So that's why we have to really come together as a community and find the smaller things 
you know, that make us happy and, and realize that, you know, we have our like health. I mean, I, I'm so thankful that I have a home and I can go from one room to another. I mean, I'm stuck with my husband 24 seven, but at the same time, you know, I can have a little bit of space and I have my health. And you know I'm very thankful for that, but it's it's not easy to not go shopping or not be able to go out or hang out with your friends or just do something fun or go to happy hour or see fun entertainment. Like I really miss all the concerts and the entertainment in the casinos. So, but they did start something which well they didn't start it. It was something that happened you know throughout the world. It's called the Rainbow Initiative, and it started as something for kids where they asked homes and different people to put rainbows in their windows that were visible. So that way people could, it's kind of like, you know, there's always a rainbow at the end of every storm. So it's, it gives hope. And it started out for kids to kind of walk around their neighborhood and count how many rainbows they saw. But now the casinos got involved and, you know, local media got involved. And so you'll start seeing more rainbow logos and rainbows around the community. And it's just like a nice way to show that we're all united. And, you know, we all really know that there is a rainbow at the end of the storm. And we just have to kind of maintain a positive attitude and and just kind of get through it. We, we were talking about the entertainment before. Uh, so the, the entertainment who was probably taking the, the bigger hit, right? So uh, the casinos, the entertainment that we book, what does that look like in a, a couple months rebooking entertainment or, the, or, or not, you know, it, this is a, Hey, there's one thing to have a, have a storm come through and cancel a one night game. Uh, now we're canceling multiple gigs over weekends. Uh, that's gotta be, that's gotta be tough for the, for the, for the casino oh, convention. Yeah. I mean, I get this question asked a lot and unfortunately I don't have any solid answer for you because you know, we thought, okay, maybe end of April, then you're thinking, okay, June is when it's gonna start back and who knows if it's gonna happen in June, it might happen in September. And as we know, you know, the Jersey Shore thrives in the summertime. That is our main time where we get, you know, a ton of people that come in throughout the year, there's stuff happening. I mean, you could go anywhere throughout the year and have a great time, but the summertime is really the main time where we wanna have, you know, all our visitors come and enjoy all the amenities that we have, especially in Atlantic City. And unfortunately, I don't know. I mean, I think it can go either way. Either, you know, once we're able to go out and enjoy entertainment and concerts, are we going to all rush to, you know, a venue and a showroom and, and sit together and laugh? Or are we all going to be like, I don't know, I'm nervous. I don't want to get sick. Uh, I'm going to stay home. I don't know. I don't know what the mentality of people are, is going to be. I feel like you know, once we get back on track, I do feel like the people who understand and who have been to the shows and been to the restaurants will maintain doing that. Like I know I'll be out because I'll know that like, I understand it, but I think people who have never been or don't go often might be a little hesitant to, to bring themselves out. Yeah, I did see, uh, I believe it was from Atlantic City, I saw a photo of some friends that were in the casino and they were forcing the social distancing in the beginning every other machine don't sit next to each other type thing, which has to be tough. I would, I don't know how I would handle that. If I want to play my machine, you better go somewhere. I want to play my damn machine. Well, it's like with anything now, I mean, you're not allowed to be with each other. And then I've been seeing people get in their cars and go into a parking lot and then kind of park X amount of spots away from each other and then sit on their cars and talk. So that's a way to talk in social distance. I don't condone that, but I don't, I think that would be kind of fun just to like see people in person. But at the same time in the casinos too, I don't know what people are going to do. 
I don't know, but it's just crazy because before all this even happened, I used to do Facebook lives about people coughing because I hate when I see people coughing and they're sneezing <laughs> in their hands. And I'm like, no, like we went on a cruise and I was like, no, that should be the first thing that they tell everybody is do not cough in your hands because then you touch the knob and you're touching the the table and the, and the railing and the elevator button. Like that's so gross. I, it's so selfish, like cough in your elbow, cough in your shirt. And now all this happened and I'm like, see, I've been telling you. Told you. <laughs> we, we talk about it all the time. We, we kind of laugh, you try, try to laugh about it, but you're right, especially in those environments. So even environments like, like ours were no different than large restaurants or casinos with lots of people congregate at one time, which we believe will be the last of the businesses to be able to open because of the number of people, no different than a theater. It might be a little bit easier for a theater, but for a theater to pe seat people every few seats or in rows, it's not gonna be fruitful for them to open. You know, So what does that look like? Uh, hey, August, the air show would be in August, right? Yes, it would. So I, if we're to some normalcy, that might be the first big event uh, where people get together. Did they already cancel it? Was there anything? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I haven't heard anything about that yet. I mean, I did hear that Atlantic City was in talks with the NBA and having NBA come, you know, when they first, when they start coming back and potentially using Boardwalk Hall as one of the venues to start doing games. So that was a positive news piece uh, that, you know, great. There's stuff going on in the background that that may potentially actually be a good thing for Atlantic City, but I don't I don't really know. I wish I had those answers and I, I'm worried. I have, I'm Jewish. I have the holiday tomorrow and it's like and I know Easter's coming up also and it's like Wow, I mean, we can't even celebrate the holidays together. Yeah, that's gonna, it's a challenge. That's a challenge for everyone. Uh, I've seen the lines outside of bakeries and some stores, and I'm, I'm and I'm thinking to myself, please don't have these big big dinners. Please stay home. Yeah. Uh, just do your thing. Whoever's in your house, contain it to who's in your house. Yeah, uh, we'll start. See, I'm sure we'll see pictures of people doing things they probably shouldn't do, yeah. uh, especially the, the holiday time. So hopefully, by if August, if there's some light at the end of the tunnel there, the air show, if it's not the air show, what's the next big event uh, that people would look forward to in the city? I mean, we're supposed to have beach concerts on the beach in Atlantic City. We were the fish. Fish was supposed to perform for three days. Uh, I, like I don't know. It's like, you know, all the concerts that were supposed to happen aren't really happening right now. The Atlantic City Boxing Hall of Fame was set to be in June, and that's going to be postponed now. And that's with you know, so many famous you know boxers, and they have interactive experiences, and they have an award ceremony, and they honor people. And, you know, that was already set in place with rooms reserved and everything, and that's getting postponed also so i think that and that was supposed to be in june so but that you know that's just people airing with caution because you know at the same time could you wait you know till may to maybe change something yes but it, it's not realistic to have a huge event in june right now i mean potentially things could be open and we can you know see concerts or small events or gatherings but i i, I really don't know like i wish i had a magic ball and i could tell you i think we all do uh, we're in the same boat we get asked that question that's why i'm trying not that's not the question I'm asking. So um, we, well, never, we don't know. It's it, it's interesting because it, it's going to be, so Atlantic City has a big convention business. And yeah. I would imagine yeah. that conventions in the last, or even moving forward into the fall, are probably canceling, uh, looking at uh, just canceling their event or postponing uh, just because of the one traveling and getting people into into one space, uh, which has to be tough for the casinos uh, and, and the convention center, of course, the surrounding hotels. Uh, so as a result of all this, 
do we see a fall? Do sadly, do we see a fall off? Does a one of the big guys shut down? Yes. I mean, it's inevitable that's going to happen. I mean, I'm sure I, I know for convention, I mean, I don't know the statistics, but I know that the conventions are booked so much ahead of time that they are booked into way into like 2022, 20, 23. So you can imagine everything that had to be either canceled or postponed that's going on now. I mean, that's huge. I mean, that's, it's a huge detriment to Atlantic City because that is a really big business that we have. I mean, that's one of the, the biggest that we have you know so many people come in just for the conventions and then they use all the amenities and of course it's like cyclical like everybody gets everybody gets you know benefited from that and now that that's probably i don't even know when the conventions are going to come back so when you sell when you tell people they have to come to atlantic city yeah yes what do you tell people how do you sell atlantic city to someone that unless we love to come for for many different reasons but you live there you live and breathe it you're around what do you tell people well, I mean, Atlantic City in general has a rich history. So if you're a history person, you would love to. And not just Atlantic City. I mean, the surrounding Jersey Shore towns like Margate, Ventnor, even can go down to Cape May and Wildwood and Avalon and Seattle. I mean, there's so many beautiful places. But Atlantic City in general is just a very diverse destination. I mean, you can do anything from go to the beach, be on the boardwalk, go to the casino. There's, I mean, you can literally dine in restaurants with people from the Food Network. You could go to Harrah's Resort and go to Martirano's and from you know Steve Martirano, Yo Cuz, you can have Gordon Ramsay pub and you know the steakhouse, and then the pub and grill over at Caesars. You can go to Borgata and literally eat at Bobby Flay's steak. You can have Michael Schulson and Michael Simon, and like all these you know famous chefs have restaurants in Atlantic City. Plus, not to mention every casino has you know very famous entertainers that come on a weekly basis the nightclubs are packed like if you like nightlife that's where to be and and every casino has something amazing i mean ocean resort is such a beautiful property and you could go there and and go to american cut steakhouse you know or dolce or, or even like there's so many places villain and saint has like the best like food for a bar i love it there and not, and those are just casinos not to mention all of the things outside of the casino that you can go to and all the restaurants that are there and then we have tennessee Avenue, which just, you know, built up. I mean, you're, you're talking about people who invested their, uh, not just money, but their faith in Atlantic City. And they opened a beer hall in Tennessee Avenue right near the boardwalk. And, you know, you have rhythm and spirits and, and, uh, you know, a chocolate, you know, factory, basically, where it's like bean a bar chocolate, like make it right in front of you, you can go right there in Atlantic City and and enjoy that. And, you know, Hard Rock, they just opened Hard Rock and Ocean opened at the same time. I mean, even at Hard Rock, you know, you have Sugar Factory, and then you have Coro for like the best sushi you've ever had in your life. And, you know, Il Molino, and just so many cool places in Atlantic City to go to. And, you know, I just say to people, you have to check it out, because you can watch the media and you'll see a lot of doom and gloom and that's not the case. So it's very, uh, it's very easy to believe the hype and not go. But what I would say to people is you have to just come and see for yourself, book something in advance, stay in the casino, stay outside of the casino, stay at a, go to do an Airbnb at the Jersey shore and then come to the casinos. But uh, there's just so much to do for everybody. It's just one of those cool, and you can also go to Whitney and or contact me and I'll give you options because of course you can go to Boogie Nights if you like 70s and 80s or they have like 90s night on Thursday nights, which is so fun or at Martirano's when you're eating dinner, there's music and there's TV playing and you know, the pool after dark, you could literally go swimming all day long there and then there's a nightclub at night. So there's just like a lot to do 
Uh, HQ2 has a beach club and a nightclub. So in, in the summertime, their day beach club is open and that's super fun also. I mean, if you like that type of music and you like to lounge at the pool and see all the beautiful people, that's where you <laughs> during the day. Uh, I go there and I'm like, what am I doing here? Because I feel old. Um, but at the same time, uh, you can go hang out, you know, at their nightclub and, you know, every casino has something, something special about them. I mean, Carmine's, you guys are in Staten Island. I'm sure you've been to Carmine's in Times Square. There's a Carmine's at Tropicana where it's huge. I mean, they're packed every day of the week. Chelsea Five Gastro Pub at Tropicana is one of my favorite restaurants. Like I, I could go on and on about all the really cool places. Olan and Okachi, which are Jose Garces concepts, they're at Tropicana also. So, and those are just nicer restaurants. You can go to Hooters, you could go to Tony's Baltimore Bar and Grill. You know, you can go to Los Amigos, get some Mexican, right? You can go to the Tun Tavern right across from the Sheridan and the convention center and, you know, Wingcraft. There's just so many cool places that are outside the casinos to, to check out as well. If anybody's, if anybody made a list, I think she named every, every restaurant and every place you could possibly go. I think the mis the, mis the misnomer, I, people, there's, uh, you don't have to gamble yeah. to no. go there and enjoy yourself. We have, we go with friends and some of us gamble, some of us don't. And everybody finds their finds their way, and there's so much to do. Yeah. Uh, to casino hop, to to hop casinos for entertainment and, and for drinks and happy hours and and bars. There's so many opportunities. When you you mentioned Carmine's, personally, if I go to Carmine's, I like the one in Atlantic City better than the one in Manhattan. Awesome. <laughs> I gotta tell them that. That's great. Uh, so if you had a, a, a and you you don't want to upset anybody, but if you had yeah. to your favorite restaurant inside a casino and outside a casino. Could you pick one? Um, it's like crazy because I like different restaurants for different reasons. So, you know, like for instance, if I'm at Tropicana, I, I'll definitely, Carmine's is my go-to, but like if I want something different, I love the Chelsea Five Gastro Pub, which not a lot of people know about. And it's in the Chelsea Tower because Tropicana recently bought the Chelsea hotel and now in there is chelsea five gastro pub like that's one of my favorite places i love coro at hard rock another one of my favorite places martiranos i love going there like for like dancing and like the djs you know dj jason e is always playing there and it's just a lot of fun and they have like water ice martinis and it's just like a really fun concept there uh, depending on where you go, I mean, Ocean Resort, Dolce Mar is like one of my favorite places. Like if I, it's between that and the steakhouse, I always want to go to Dolce Mar because that's just, to me, they have just really great food. So I don't know, like every casino has their favorite thing. I, I can't pick a favorite. All right. All right. So then outside of the casinos. Uh, uh, yeah. That's another one. Uh, <laughs> well, it depends. If I want sushi, Miyako and Margate is my favorite place. I absolutely love going there. Um, you know, for pizza, Tony Bologna's. Did you guys hear of Tony Bologna's? Well, he's famous. First of all, Mike Hawk is the founder of Tony Bologna's. Now he had, he started out in Atlantic City. He won Guy Fieri's cheesesteak challenge. He won Kelly and Michael's uh, food truck challenge for the best cheesesteak. Um, he's won, he, he went viral recently for the taco pizza. I'm sure you've seen it. It's like a pizza like with tacos going around it. My foot fell asleep. Uh, and um, so he's very famous. He just opened in Hoboken and well, he didn't just open, he's been there for years. And he's also in, I wanna say Wood Woodbridge, but I could be wrong, oh my God. But anyway, that's one of the best pizza places. And it's like in like the back end by uh, Ocean Resort, you know, to go to. So like, if we want pizza, my husband and I always go there, not just pizza, like cheese fries are banging. It's like all different types. 
of, of fries. And also, you know, the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall is a new concept and they have great food in there as well. And Chef Charles always has like really cool selections. So it really just depends, you know, on what I'm in the mood for really. Both Amigos has a great vegetarian menu. So I would recommend that. Yeah, you've got me now wanting to be, be there and dining. <laughs> if, uh, you know, it's funny. One of our go-tos for at Ocean is Amada. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Let me tell you this again. I love all of them, and Amada is. I forgot about that. In fact, I, Anthony loves Amada. Anthony's the one that told me, your brother. <laughs> he was like, you got to get the chef's, you know, selection and whatever. And that's so good there, too. I, I love Amada. I forgot. That's also Jose Garza's concept as well. Yeah, you could find anything and everything. That's, now, now we're hungry. Yeah. Although I will say, being from New York City, I don't usually eat pizza when I travel. Oh. So, however, however, no. maybe make a day trip if we're shopping and go out. We'll go we'll check, check it out. We'll check out Tony Bolognese. I like it. Tony Bolognese. Oh my god, totally. And even so, even shopping wise, I mean the Tanger outlets. Those are like the, the best places, the best outlets to go to. And you could go to so many places. Los Amigos is literally nestled right near there. There's so many places. I'm sure I'm like forgetting some, but <laughs> where we go everywhere, my husband and I. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for, for, for sharing your insight. Uh, giving, reminding people that there's this fantastic city not far. Uh, and I, I truly believe we're going to come out of this and people are going to want to stay home, yeah. uh, really travel. And so they're going to need places like Atlantic City, the shore, even if they go they go north. Uh, and so I can't wait to be there. Uh, I've got the itch. We're talking about it. I'm supposed to be, I was supposed to be in Vegas. That got canceled uh, in Reno. So now my next next trip, probably the first trip we do is probably uh, going to be in when we get somewhat in complete normalcy that we can actually escape because we don't know what it's going to look like when when we do get open so mm -hmm. well thank you Whitney thank you thank you hey uh where, where can people check you out and what when you when you do your do your thing well you can find me at go to Whitney so g-o-t-o-w-h-i-t-n-e-y on all social media if you check out my YouTube channel in fact I met Carol Baskin which is so crazy from the Tiger King <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is just such a random story. But anyway, my video with her is up on YouTube. But go to Whitney, check it out. And now I'm on TikTok, go to Whitney. It's a little bit different there because I'm doing like funny videos, but mostly Instagram and YouTube are the main uh, areas and also Facebook as well. That's great. And, and if, if anybody wants to know what's happening, uh, Whitney's, Whitney's your Whitney's gal. Whitney's the one. Yes. Uh, thank you for taking the time and joining joining us. Uh, I do have to say uh, thank you to Deanna at, uh, at the, at the uh, Golden Nugget and Carol uh, at Hard Rock for, for hooking us up together. I love Deanna. Oh my God, she's the best. <laughs> They're great ladies. So yeah. thank you again. I'm Carol, and sorry, I'm Carol. But <laughs> 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 I love people too. I love everybody. I like it. So I take it for granted. I go to every casino. I walk around. I'm like, I know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but in some cases, that's that could be a problem. A thing or a bad or thing. Thing. In your case, I'm sure it's it, well. I don't. Never mind. <laughs> Thank you again, and uh, we look forward to being in Atlantic City soon and seeing you. Yes, yes. See you guys soon. Be healthy. Stay Thank safe. you for joining Thank us today. You. See you soon. Bye. I'm hungry. I yeah. want to gamble. Uh, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'd say spa, let's go. Road some trip. Spa treatments. Uh, yes, I'm ready. Usually we're saying let's go south, and and, and you don't have to say any. <laughs> no, that's it. You just go we south. Know what that means? Uh, if somebody says west, uh, we're going to we that, that means we're going to Bethlehem. Uh, 
same. To, to, well, it's not what, saying what is it now? It's, a, it's got a different name, the circle. I can see the logo. Is it a resort? It's a resort now? No, I don't I think it's I been there. I haven't been there since he changed. Uh, my, I, have this, I do have my favorite West story uh, is probably with Vicki Fischetti. I was going to say, that's got to be a Vicki story. Uh, I was driving home from upstate New York. We went to a meeting. Um, Liz DeHart and I are in the car. And I said to her, watch this. I, call, I said to the car, call Vicki Fischetti. Vicki says, where are you? What are you doing? I said, all right, we're on our way home. Uh, we're going west. Uh, get ready. We'll meet you there. And she goes, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I could see her in her hat. In her, okay, okay, okay. And we just drove straight to the casino. We got there in perfect timing. And here comes Vicky. Valet the car and walked up. Didn't even hesitate yep. to come and meet us. I don't. That's. I don't even know how many years ago that that was, but uh, that that's that's fun. So south. When we, when we say we're going south, we're going south. We were supposed to be there this past weekend with, with some friends. So when you hear south, you know where we're going. Atlantic, it's Atlantic City first. Uh, where do you like to eat Atlantic City? I like Motoranos. Uh, I have to say that's probably my favorite. I like Amada too. I've eaten there a couple times in the uh, ocean. Uh, yeah, Chart House is nice. I like the view from the Chart House. I like, I, I like the Chart House. Um, but yeah, I would say those are the three that stand out to me. I haven't ventured at home. Oh, uh, what's the, the, the uh, big steakhouse down there? I went there with Michelle and Vinny. Where was it? Uh, I, I uh, inside. Oh, they go. They go to the Borgata. They like to go to the Borgata. I don't think it was inside of Borgata. Borgata. I don't think it was or Vic and Anthony's in Golden. No, Island. it wasn't. It was a. It was one that's in Manhattan also. American Cut, which no. is in. I don't know. I don't know. What you're about. Anyway, it was delicious. Hmm. Very uh, famous. I'll have it tomorrow. The Mortons. There's Mortons. No. There's American no. Cut. There's a lot of them. Vic and Anthony's is in the Golden. In yes. Golden, that is. Yes. I like that one too. Uh, if the chart house for sure amada american cut inside uh, ocean yes also good all right so steaks <laughs> oh uh the sands is now wind creek resort wind Th creek that's it thomas vitale pointed that out thank uh, you thomas thomas makes trips he likes to go south and west uh, when, when he can uh so i did there you go i haven't been there since they re reopened hey uh so our meme of the day, Naz, you want to share our, our meme of the this day? This one really, it, it actually made me laugh out loud this morning. Uh, some of y'all are talking about homeschooling your kids now. With the way y'all spell on here, don't do that to them babies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? It, it, fit, it fits, it fits Jacqueline. And it fits Jacqueline. Hey, y'all. Yeah, she I have to say, a little culture shock when you when you meet her for the first time and she says, hey, y'all. Well, we don't, we don't. We don't speak like that here. Uh, that's a good one. That is a good. You know, that is a good point. Oh, with the spelling. With spelling and these kids. Yeah. Learning from home. Common Core math Common is core. out of the window. The kids are learning old school math right now. I'm sure because that's what the parents know. Somehow they're gonna survive. I believe. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, well, that was great. Two fantastic ladies. We talked about Staten Island today. We talked about Atlantic City. Uh, there's a little bit of a theme here. Uh, so we know you're going to want to stay home. So it's great information. Think about your next trip. Uh, and of course, we want you to keep it local. Uh, it's Tuesday. We've got a 
a few great shows lined up for Yes, we do. We have uh, PBA champion and his wife, Doug Kent, and Chrissy Kent are going to be joining us tomorrow. Maybe give us a little update on what's going on at their bowling center upstate. Uh, Thursday, we have Ken Mitchell from the Staten Island Zoo and our weekly check-in with Pan Silvestri. I'm, I'm still going to ask him about the uh, <laughs> tigers and the coronavirus because I, I don't know. It's it disturbing. just seems sketchy and disturbing to me. Yeah. I, I don't know what to think of it either. It's part of, I hate to say the, the term fake news, uh, but it's, at some point you don't know. It's widely reported though. It is. So it's, and they say that the tiger got it from a worker who was asymptomatic. I don't know how they know that. What made them test the tiger? It's you know, oh, because they said the tiger had a dry cough. Oh, he didn't have a fever. No, I, he, didn't, I he didn't say, oh, oh, right, right. Oh, I'm a, I'm a little warm know. today. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> It's sad if it is true, it is sad. and it, it probably is true. I have lots of questions. I don't know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to maybe let Ken know that that question's coming. I told you, give him a heads up we so he comes to prepared. Him a up. Uh, maybe he can have one of his zoo experts come in with him. Yeah. So we'll Explain ask. To we'll us. ask Ken, our resident zoo expert, uh, and I mean all things Staten Island. Uh, uh, Ken, Ken's your guy. So Ken yeah. and Pam on Thursday, Friday. So now, yesterday we talked about this, and so now we're making it happen. So what's, what's, what are we doing Friday, Ness? Friday is a really, it's a big, big show, as they say. Uh, Friday, uh, we are going to have... It's going to be huge. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's terrific. It's going to be a terrific, terrific show. Uh, it's going to be Jim Kane, our head mechanic, and he's been here as uh, longer than me. And uh, Mike Piero are going to be joining us. And then we're going to have a little maybe look behind the scenes on Friday and uh, see what they're working on while we're closed. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. It's Tuesday, so Jimmy usually works at night on Tuesday, Tuesday. So he didn't come in today. He came in last week. Uh, Michael is here and awfully quiet today. He is. He may be preparing. He He's, might uh, You know what? It'll be interesting to see what color his hair is on Friday. Well, it's it's been blue, but it's starting to it's starting to fade. It's out. starting to fade, so we don't know <laughs> if maybe he's going to get some. Uh, it was Smurf blue, so what it, might it be after the really after was, all this? It really was Smurf blue, maybe emoji blue, Emo emoji blue. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then Saturday, we're going to be celebrating Bob Learn's birthday uh, for a Pro Bowler Saturday uh, with his friend Amleto Monticelli. Uh, and Saturday's show, we're coming to you at noon. At noon. So 2 p.m. the rest of the week. Uh, today was episode 18. I'm still a little bit in shock that we've survived so far 18 days in a row now. Yeah, we haven't argued or killed each other yet, so we, that's pretty cool. Our hair is still in our heads. Yeah, I, I need it. still need a haircut, but it is what it is. <laughs> well, thanks for, for tuning in and, and watching. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time and, and joining us. We hope that you're enjoying us uh, well, we're enjoying you watching us. At least tolerating us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was. It's, uh, we were talking about this whole the Zoom conferencing and FaceTime, and I wasn't really a big FaceTime person. I would, you know, my niece and nephew all the time and some friends, but not really. So this is really. I actually had a weird. FaceTime appointment with my doctor yesterday. So that was interesting. Uh, 
you know, it was a little different. We went over some test results and how you feeling? And yeah, I feel good. You don't have a fever, right? I didn't have any fever. I had no, no, I had my allergies are bothering me. Same thing I go through every year. And uh, yeah, it was different. I, uh, I, I guess I feel okay that everything was okay, but it wasn't the same as being there in person. I'm not a big person. I don't really like to go to the doctor, but at least when I leave there and she tells me everything is good, I'm like, okay, I breathe a little sigh of relief for a little while, but not seeing them in person is a little, it's a temporary thing. So it is what it is for now. Yeah, the the, the teledoctor, I, I never understood it. Uh, the first time, I, first time I heard about it was Chad Murphy uh, in the office and uh, he had an appointment. I was like, what is this? Well, what do you mean? How, did, how, <laughs> how does that work? How does that work? Do you take your temperature and tell her? Do you? Yeah. How you does that work? Tell her your symptoms. And I think it's great. Listen, there's reasons why everybody shouldn't just go to the emergency room. Correct. For second. That's what we also have the urgent cares. And so the teledoctor, if, if all of this together, forget about what we're going through today. If all of that together can help alleviate what goes on in emergency yeah. rooms, people just go to the emergency room for, for, the for anything. Right. Go to the emergency room. Uh, so that's that's cool. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, and oh, by the way, my appointment was just a follow up. It was not because I was not feeling well. Okay. In case anybody's worried. Well, I, that's why I asked you if you felt like I had fever. I started. I was going to start moving away. <laughs> no, uh, everything's good. It was just a follow up. Rethinking that you might have to do this remotely now. Yeah, yeah. You know, for my home, I don't have a beautiful green tree painted anywhere on my wall though. So no. I'll have to uh, find one of those backdrops you was talking about. And if you use Zoom, you can make those virtual backgrounds. Yeah, have you seen that? that's what I was saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have to think about that. I, have to. I mean, I, but this is the best setting. We've got a great setting. We do. It's a little sad because there's nobody here, which is what we want. So, uh, hey, uh, thanks for, for joining us today. Uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We do. Frank, yes. that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.